0: you haven't just started with penis have you deal
1: um i didn't know if it was going to work to be honest with you but yes i have
0: yeah i think it has worked my friend
1: okay has... that, that, that's good news do you want to do you want to start with the introductions as to why we're doing it a bit different tonight
0: yeah very quickly um well as usual um this sounds really unplanned um I'm gonna start it, Dale. And um, welcome back to episode nine of <laughs> Dale. I just want to start it off with: um, you just have to accept that some days you're a pigeon, and some days you're the statue, which is said by um, the great David Brent. Um, Dale, explain why the podcast didn't go out on Sunday,
1: as you so- long long story short really um i'm a dad and sometimes being a dad can be a bit sticky and that often means that you have um how do i put this nicely other priorities that suddenly um present themselves so in in the case of myself um andy was kindly waiting for me um parked up somewhere bless him i didn't get my text message to say i couldn't make it we sat there for About half an hour, apparently. Um, Freezing his tits off, no doubt, because he'll have been in a T-shirt. Correct. Um, And, uh, yeah, um, long story short, things went um, tits up, and uh, we didn't record on Sunday, so apologies for that, but we thought we'd surprise you with uh, a Tuesday edition for some reason.
0: Can I tell you why I didn't get your message? Go on. I'll tell you why I didn't get the message on um, the old WhatsApp. Um, For the simple fact, I've turned off well, I've actually had to turn some of them back on now um, because i stopped getting emails from work. Um, I've turned off every notification on my phone um, because I watched a documentary called, uh, so, I think it's called The Social Dilemma on Netflix, um, mm-hmm. which is basically about algorithms um, and how your phone is constantly listening to you. Um, and it's a way of just getting you hooked to your phone. Um, and one of the experts at the end said, Turn off your notifications. So I did. Um and I was sat <laughs> at the bottom of um where we normally record. Um I was sat in the car for half an hour thinking, where is Dale? And I actually thought you'd like I thought I was running through my head, I thought, I wonder if he's been in a car crash.
1: Oh god, yeah, could you imagine how dramatic that would be? You start the next episode of turning thirty with, Oh, it's not going to be the same because my, my co host is dead. Um cool. Yeah. Do, do you know what
0: I was thinking? I was only thinking that I think a of car crashes because I know I'm like going on a tangent at night and I'm jumping on and off, but them smart motorways um are all the rage where You love the, you love them
1: smart motorways.
0: I don't think I love them. Um <laughs> the simple fact they haven't got a hard shoulder. Um and obviously if you break down it says get in the left hand lane. Um so you get in the left hand lane, but you could get an HGV or a or a truck. Um, ramming you up.
1: The behind.
0: Side of your car, yeah. Certainly
1: just a very quick, uh, a quick um, pointer as well. So today's episode's not just unique in the sense that it's on Tuesday. Um, we're also recording from two separate locations, so um, this is going to be kind of like a double whammy for Adele, as tonight's uh, What Have Ye Got To Say is Adele's story. Great news. The bad news is she's going to have to miss out on a segment of Where Are We? Um, because we're not anywhere really, other than don't. each other's homes. Maybe what are you saying? dorms? Well, are you actually still planning on doing that? No,
0: no, no, no. Um, I am in a, I'm gonna. You've you've got to guess my location.
1: Okay, you've got to guess where Andy is. Um, so yeah, if if you want to do a kind of special edition, where are we? Um, then you can guess where Andy is. Um, answers on a postcard. Obviously, you'll find out in about forty-five minutes' time. Um, I've already revealed where I am, so that doesn't matter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so... um,
0: I'll, I'll give a clue. I'll give a clue to my location. Um, so, a sheet metal worker's son um, famously went to this town.
1: Scunthorpe has to be.
0: They'll find out at the end of the show. So that was a sheet metal worker's son famously went to this town to play a certain sport. Let's say no more deal.
1: Okay, well, we'll leave it at that. But the, the bad news as well is we don't have a jingle. The jingle will be no, returned no, no. on soon.
0: Oh, we That's don't happening. have a jingle.
1: Oh, well, let's hear it. Yeah,
0: if you give me one moment, my friend. One momento. As usual. As usual.
1: It doesn't work.
0: Nope. That's the turning down one. <laughs> Hold that, on. Hold that, right?
1: Welcome back to Turning 30. This of- is a little... I was going to say, this is a little bit like one of those things on the news, the segments on the news, where you've got me sat in the studio, and we've got our correspondent out in the field somewhere, so the correspondent's you, and we're kind of doing one of those segments where it's like, what's the weather like where you are? And then, obviously, you're still sat in the car. Um, so, sorry about that.
0: Yeah, but you've, you've heard it. You've heard it anywhere, have you?
1: You've heard the... Uh, the jingle oh, um, came through loud and clear. So, if if I've heard it recording this, then I imagine the listeners certainly have. But fun fact, did you know, and this is a little shout-out for Anchor here, a little bit of um, cheesy advertising, you can actually put full-length songs into your podcast now. And I was actually going to start with uh, tonight's episode with Kavinsky's Night Call. Um the downside to doing that and the reason why I didn't do that is because it would make this episode Spotify exclusive and that would be a bit awkward for our listeners on other platforms. <laughs> yeah.
0: A little bit um a <laughs> little bit slightly tricky there.
1: Um We might we might do a special one where we can do that because um you know, like we can do maybe a mock sort of radio show where we just put random tracks in and just leave it as a Spotify exclusive for Christmas. That'll be interesting.
0: I'm not trying to be thick and I know you you know all about exclusivity there. Who's K- Kavinsky?
1: Who's Kavinsky? Uh, it's Kavinsky, the the artist, the musical artist that you enjoy listening to. Soundtrack of Drive. Right. Right. Yeah, Nightcore. The one yeah, that you had yeah, on the other day. Yeah like,
0: yeah, like a bit electronic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Was that a genuine question? Yeah, it was actually, man. <laughs> how, how, how did you not know no, no. that the name of the artist...
0: Don't know. Do you know what? In, in that that soundtrack, I don't know how many times I've ran to that bloody thing, um, yeah. or just had that playing in the car when I thought I was like, know, in in drive, basically,
1: just in drive or Blade Runner. Yeah, just 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 cruising the bar. A um, little, little bit of a uh, little bit of sad self promotion because obviously you must have thought Kafinski was me, but uh, of course. Nowadays, I'm spinning the decks as Danger Cortez uh, on SoundCloud, um, Andy's heard the the fruits of my labor to this evening. Um, Andy, you want to give your verdict uh, to where uh, the guys at home?
0: Yeah, so so deals deals. um not know if um you've always deals always been interested in the old the old music scene, creating music. Um, you've done all sorts. Um, but yeah, hey, I'll tell you what, you know, a pretty good um. Not quite a good I'm gonna say quite a good like you know like upbeat like dance um good like running um jingle um <laughs> which you're gonna put on your, which you gonna put on I think you're gonna put on
1: SoundCloud um it's up on SoundCloud now um so if you if you type in uh, danger so is it the word danger in Cortez which is C O R T E Z. I did have a different name but it just sounded shit. Um, you'll find that track up there, it's called um 4am Ibiza. But I do have one which is a homage to our uh, good friend Jimmy Savile nope. called Jingly Jangly. Right, okay, that's too far, he's not
0: a good friend.
1: Um, <laughs> he's not a friend though, he's not, not. a friend, but yeah, Swift- we'll sort that out.
0: Yeah, swiftly moving on. I'm sure, I'm sure, they'll get them, um, they'll find a way to get them put on the Instagram and stuff, so we'll get them on Instagram and stuff. <laughs> um, hey, deal, I'll tell you what, you know, story, um, you know, our hmm. good. Good friend, um, Pat, um, from
1: the death um, collect, well, probably, from, the, right.
0: from the Provi, um, yeah. So kept you in, probably kept you in Jarmas as a youngster. Um,
1: <laughs> Sky,
0: yeah, kept you in Sky.
1: <laughs> she 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 kept me fed until she came around to get it back.
0: Yeah, wanted it back, and then they took the house. Um. <laughs> no it was right so i need you to so this story um so i heard about this on um feed phil which is in a i tell you what i'm plugging like netflix all the time but a. Uh, it's a documentary but it's not a documentary um it's like a cooking show on um so feed phil is about phil rosenthal um or rosenthal hmm. um who created everyone loves Raymond, um so he literally goes around the world, going from country to country. If it's, um, you know, all over, kind of like Asia, um, you know, he goes, you know, he's London, all sorts, all sorts of cities and stuff, and just experiences the culture and the food and stuff. It's absolutely brilliant. Like I love it. Um, but he put a story on there, so it's a, an immigrant story. So it's about an Italian immigrant, um, called.
1: Is this both parts?
0: Well, it's kind of related to the old. I've thought of Pat a little bit because I was thinking about, you know, lending money. Um, mm-hmm. So um, Giovanni, um, Vicky probably will be checking this for facts. Um, so Giovanni um, would lend money, um, you know, to, you know, the, you know, the poorer classes, um, mm-hmm. you know, people like the middle class Americans, you know, that it's, you know, being denied financial services. Um, at, yes. Like the big institutions at the time, um, all doing this from a little, you know, a former saloon. So giving out bank loans and stuff, you know, so people could kind of, you know, better themselves in life, start up businesses and stuff. Um, what mm-hmm. business did that turn into? Is,
1: is this a worldwide well known business? Yes. Ah, oh. <sighs> HSBC.
0: No deal. Very close, the Bank of America.
1: Okay. Oh, the Bank of America. Well, there we go. The Bank of America. Yes. Yeah, start, um, started off like... as lawn sharks.
0: Well, no, it was started by an Italian immigrant. Deal. It's meant to be like a, <laughs> a story, like a, a feel-good story. But I just thought a little Pat and I thought maybe Pat
1: might set up a little bank. He's he's the funny thing on the on the subject of Italians. Um, I was watching uh, YouTube yesterday, right. And there's a particular episode of Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares where he's at an Italian restaurant. Um, And honestly, you've got it if you can log on, I can't remember what it is. I think it's something to do, uh, try searching something to do with a debt collector, visiting a restaurant or something like that. And it's got every single Italian stereotype, an Italian-American stereotype. The guy with the, the gold chain kicking off at this debt collector coming in. It's literally like something about The Godfather. Um, if you get the chance, type, type it into YouTube. I thought it was hilarious. Even Gordon Ramsay looks like a shrinking violet compared to this guy who's absolutely booting off at this declat who's come to the door. Uh, amazing, amazing view. It's uh, it's a good video on YouTube, so check that out if you get the chance.
0: What? So he's, is he trying to get money, so the decklet has come to get money that the restaurant owes?
1: Yeah, I mean, bear in mind, I won't give too much away. The restaurant, uh, the guy's like, oh, the restaurant's like the my, the heart and soul of my family type of thing. I love it. Oh, yes. Um, he's using his oven as storage because it doesn't work.
0: Oh, mate, honestly, it, you know, the, them Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares, I used to just hmm. watch them for the absolute, like, just where Gordon would go in absolutely, like, just <laughs> rip them about the hygiene. It was always the same on it, Right. This is the story of it, right? So every episode, Gordon would go in, he'd absolutely, like, he'd try the meal. It was always disgusting. He never went in and went, oh, this is lovely. You know what I mean? He's <laughs> a little bit slow. He always them <laughs>
1: of- Just a, a little surprise where he's gone into one that's like, oh, this this is absolutely amazing. Why am I here? That never happens. No,
0: you would always go in. He'd rip them to absolute bits. Um, and then it would come out that they're absolute mingers. So the place was like an absolute shit tip. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then overnight, someone would come in and paint the walls, and um, give it a clean down, and then all of a sudden, Gordon was like, because everyone said, oh, the restaurant's so much better, people flocked for miles. You'd watch it, and then it would be like a little story, like a few months later, the restaurant went from strength to strength, yada, 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 same old shit.
1: This is the thing I love about that. What would happen is literally... Um... On, on the show, what would happen is, for some reason, just as you said, it'd be a lick of paint, and then all of a sudden, the, the chef, that's like a, an 80-year-old, you know, um, Vietnam War veteran or something, he's like suddenly a Michelin-starred chef yeah, just because the wallpaper's being put up.
0: Yeah, and it was like, and he'd, and the thing is, he'd, he'd been like an absolute waste of space for 15, 20 years, but all of a sudden, like overnight, he'd sort himself out. He was like, he was getting the hang of cooking, and he was like,
1: like caught on. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He was you know what I mean? This you know, this man's like, you know, he's, you know, doing great things. But I would then after watching the episode, I would always Google it straight away, Google the restaurant, always went out of business.
1: Always, yeah, because what would have happened is uh, the health inspectors have gone round and it's like there'll be rats in the kitchen well, and uh, it'll be equivalent like a one star here. It
0: was like the, it was just the Gordon Ramsay effect where I think, you know, the hype of it, and that's just shown like, you know, the hype that, you know, give me stew and stuff, like the hype that obviously he generates and stuff, um, but they all failed.
1: He's supposed to be a tough bloke as well um, from a lot of the, a lot of the, um, People who uh, talk about meeting them say Gordon's actually a bit of a sweetheart, which always seems to be the case with these guys, you see, who portray tough guys or people who are a bit pissy on the TV. They always turn out to be really nice people in real life, and the ones that you think are really nice turn out to be utter dickheads.
0: Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's normally the way, isn't it?
1: It's normally the way, yeah. So, like, um, a good example, so Gordon Ramsay's one. Um Simon Cowell's supposed to be a really nice guy. Uh Piers Morgan, you take him as he is, but he's supposed to be a nice guy. And then you've got um, Jimmy a bunch of other people. <laughs> Jamie Oliver's supposed to be not too bad, but I'll tell you, there's what's that there's a particular guy, um <clears throat> I don't know if it's American TV, but he's really popular um because people think he's lovely and he's actually a total shithead. Um, and I can't remember who it is off the top of my head. There's also a woman, um, oh, well, Ellen, Ellen, the, the show host in America. Um, do you know how she's got this whole feel good factor about a TV show when she's presenting? Yeah, it's come up, yeah, but recently that she's a total dick.
0: Well, I think stories are like that about Ellen being going around for a while. Um, yeah, but the, the, um, the Jamie Oliver one, um, not so well. I don't think he was so nice. For the simple fact, I heard that um, a donut shop um, in London um, had made some donuts and they would called them um, after Jamie Oliver. And I think they called them. Have you, have you? Are you in front of a computer or not?
1: No. <laughs> um... Darn. <laughs> Vicky Vicky can check this up, mate, and then just email us after the show. This, this is the bit where I believe you're Googling it right now on your phone. So if you're still listening to the show right now, Andy's either put me on mute um, or... He's talking. I can't hear him. <laughs> so just as a just as a forewarning, because tonight's show is recording two different locations, and one of the problems we'll have will be audio related. And I was worried this was going to happen at some point in the show. Um, we will be back on Sunday to normal standard, but rest assured, we're going to see if we can fix this now. Um, and I suppose, like every good bit of handiwork, we're actually. And we're back again. Uh, Andy, you there, mate? Yeah, back, mate. Back. I just, I've, just, I've just put an extended apology in. Obviously, it's going to be so obvious to people listening at home that there's going to be two separate segments. Um, but unfortunately, the uh, the wizardry of communicating uh, long distance is, you know, it's terrible. And it's one of the reasons we tend to make up and do this in the car. But Andy, continue. You were, right. you were looking for a computer. Yeah, yeah, right. So I found a computer. Um as a
0: I think that's what I did. I think I just chucked um chucked my phone which was on the cord and went out of the car, um, and went and found out um the information about Jamie Oliver. So the information about Jamie Oliver was he um he sent a letter like what we received off Hyundai about cease and desist. Um sent a letter to a to the small um donut chain in London um who were making so what they do, so they create a donut and then call it after a celebrity. Um so I think his were called um like uh, Jamie Dodgers <laughs> <laughs> or it was it was something like that. You know, we'll put it um, we'll put it on the Instagram. Um but yeah, so yeah, not as um
1: Not as nice as people think. People think.
0: Oh, I'm it was a logo, like I'm not ever to go him, you know what I mean? I just thought, oh, come on, let the little guy win, you know what I mean?
1: This is this is a thing with I think there's a there's a lot like coming back to the early point about the likes of Ellen and that, there's a lot of people and there's a saying something to do with them um, power corrupts and all that jazz. And um a lot of people who hit a certain level, let's say, um, just tend to have a really a, a negative kind of decline. They'll go from being a really popular um, successful person to potentially being so successful that they become a negative person and then and lose all that support they so it's disappointing if that's the case but.
0: You t- you t- but, t- but to be honest as well you just don't know what to believe you yeah that's I mean? true. yeah well you know what I mean you, it's you know what I mean the, <laughs> there's um, you know there's some there's, there's just so many kind of I think I think some people as well you know I think if they get a chance and stuff you know Anybody that's kind of doing well and stuff, you know, they'll they'll just, you know, if someone's kind of just riding high and you know doing really well, I think people love taking other people down. So I don't know if the Ellen one's a bit of that.
1: I think I think it it depends. There's so many different sources that's come out about that, um, and it's all it's all the celebrities. This is the thing. It's um, people who have actually spoke to her, not just uh, the man on the street. Um, but there's been a lot of celebrities have come out recently and gone, oh, hang on a second, that's not the way she is. A lot of our own staff as well have said she's quite um, quite a difficult woman. But again, it's, I agree. You know, it's one of those things where unless you know the scenario yourself or you've been involved with a particular person, you're never really going to know what they're like. It's as simple as that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it could, it, could be, it could be made up, but it's just the impression. Um, she, she appears quite nice, and a lot of the stories recently are. Um she's not. That's the gist of it.
0: I tell you what, I've um I've well, I'm recording from the Ionic, as usual. Um got in, my big toe is (laughs) knacking. Um honestly, right, I'm in absolute agony. So just quick background on this. So sometimes at work I have to wear I've sometimes have to wear safety boots. I've got safety boots on, um the old dock safety boots. Um and i tell you what, it is knocking my big toe. So since I was 22, um, this is Ming actually, since I was 22 years <laughs> old, I've had a, a fungal nail infection. Which, Lush. or oh, like it's affected my nail. It's literally, so my nail is discoloured. Um, it's almost a marbling effect on my nail.
1: Even um, better description. Love it. Oh,
0: my, my nail's pretty brittle. And I know before when you know when me and Dale have been at the gym and stuff, and you know been in the changing rooms, like Dale has one look at me nail and goes, and like even for you, Dale, like you're not you're not screaming shit all at you, and even you go, normally, but yeah, like what have you said to me before about me nail?
1: Have you fixed that? What is wrong with it? Um, Is it cancer? Um, Can you get it sorted?
0: It it looks absolutely like it It looks looks terrible.
1: terrible.
0: Well, do you know what I've tried? Like over the years and stuff, like. I think I've tried every, you know, portion of boot stew for fungal nails and stuff. Um, in the end, I went to my mum's doctor, who was my doctor. He's now retired, Doctor Um Doctor Mac.
1: What it, wow, he sounds like uh, someone off a US sitcom.
0: Oh my god, he was wild, man. He would literally like. I think <laughs> my mum loved him because he would just like he'd just give into my mum and just give her you know whatever she wanted, whatever medication was after um, anyway, <laughs> I went to him I went to him and I went oh, he, I said he wouldn't be available i man should not go and see him mm. and I went in and I said oh like so I showed him and he went he's Scottish and he went oh Andrew that does not look right. that does not look right." and I thought yeah it doesn't look right not, that's a
1: fairly fairly good effort that mate well done
0: um, thanks mate um, <laughs> and Andrew that does not look right. Um, you know, we need to get that sorted. What I'm going to do, I'm going to take a clipping. So. Oh um,
1: God. Could you, could you imagine having to be the guy having to do that? Jesus. Oh,
0: well, he, he didn't want to do it himself. So he gave me the clippers. He went, take a wee clipping. Um, and he put it in a little test tube. um, And I think he was meant to send it off. And I went, oh, I said, he's, well, he's
1: kept it in his cupboards.
0: Well, he just went as he went. I think he couldn't be arsed. I think he was retiring. He just went, and, you know, <laughs> they went, what we'll do? We'll wait for the results to come back of that. And I was like, oh, how long will it take? Because I do work away a lot. He went, well, he went, it does take a wee while. He went, actually, what I'll do, he went, I meant to give you a blood test because these can affect your kidneys. Um, <laughs> he went, but have these tablets. So he gives us these tablets. And his only advice was, he went, take two a day. Um, He went, if you feel strange, stop taking them. Wow. These things probably could potentially give us kidney failure.
1: This this is the sort of doctor, I think, the the sort of maverick uh, work that obviously, I'm not suggesting this is Dr. Mack in any way, um, but we've got a certain Mr. Shipman who was, you know, known for just kind (laughs) of dosing up that sort of uh, ill advice
0: yeah there's yeah there's been many of a doctor in it like I think shipman was murdering his patients, I think there's many <laughs> doctors life. it
1: wasn't quite Dr Mark, but yeah <laughs> yeah,
0: but anyway dr Matt, like old school like a, a doctor from the seventies just give us these tablets and stuff, and actually it did it did help to a point um but yeah the thing is as soon as you stop taking these tablets um it comes back um now,
1: the reputation. What, Matt? Have you considered amputation? You know, get get it just off the foot. <sighs> off. That
0: well, to be honest, I did a little bit of surgery the other week when I was back at my mum's. So I went and got my mum's nail file. It's like a foam nail file. I went and got this out of a drawer um, and I literally tried to file it down or like file the fungus off. Um, I actually just like weakened the nail and actually just started like taking like basically sand, like, Almost like just burning like me toe a bit. Um so almost God. like causing like little blisters. And this is disgusting. Um just absolutely I, I stuck me and my mum's nail file back in the drawer, so she's probably been using that, so she'll probably get the, the fungal.
1: <laughs>
0: um <laughs> on my fingers. Delightful. But, yeah, absolutely minging like but um
1: I've been doing on the subject of doing your own surgery. Um today I've done my own dental work. What have you done? So, right, my my dentist, um, by the grace of God, supposed to be an NHS dentist, okay? So you'd think, well, given the pandemic, the NHS probably What's like the public. What's that? Supposed to be, or is? <clears throat> so, but my, my dentist for <clears throat> months now, apparently not essential enough, are only open for um, emergency surgery, whatever the oh, hell okay. So long story short, um, I am prone to plaque, terrible. I mean, I brush my teeth twice daily. Um, uh, I regularly floss where I can, and I I always get a checkup. I'm conscious about my teeth because I had a pretty bad issue when I was about 16, 17, where plaque was really bad, and it was just one of those things. It just just was something I can sort. So I've been conscious of going to the dentist and all that lot since. Um, But long story short, uh, every time I've rang them, I've rang them about four or five times this year. Well, um, and I was, about, well, about my teeth, yeah. And um, they've palmed me off every time with kind of like, the, the plaque problem was coming back and it's like, oh, we're only open for emergency surgery. And it's like, well, obviously I'm not having a heart attack. I've not got a tooth growing through my face. Uh, so obviously I'm not needed. Um, so Jane, um, I told Jane my problem, my wife, <laughs> and she's um, went to Poundland of all places Got me oh. a tooth care kit, yeah, think, a tooth care I, kit, and had this it... little kind of thing in similar to what the dentist uses. And I've just sorted the problem myself today. Feel great. I
0: thought you guys went and got you like a, like a, <laughs> like a fucking dental stick you know, for a dog.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you know, yeah, of course, because that would work.
0: <laughs> um, and sorted out. Um, <laughs> hey, Dill, you've got a. So what's the moral of the story? Look after your teeth and yeah,
1: Look after your teeth complaints. and don't die as the moral of the story. But right. just sort Speak. it yourself, D I Y.
0: Well, start of start of last week, so obviously me and Dale were like trying to, you know, we we're trying to get um get the much, much out of before the lockdown started, um, as much out of the, the gym as we could. Um Deal nearly died at the gym. Um
1: Wow, Probably did quite die, but um, wow. basically, um, we were doing a workout. It went really well. Workout was great. And um, we were weighing ourselves. I was insisting on using like the weighing machine they've got at the gym. So it's a David Lloyd gym. Uh, you know, good gym. No, Dale, no problem. Deal.
0: So this machine that you get on, so it's almost like a fancy set of skills that you've got to get on. You're meant to take your socks off. I don't take my socks off because people see the old fungal nail. I never take them off. Deal <laughs> straight away. Deal your fucking feet stunk.
1: Yeah, that's the problem, you know. But that—that's my also my fault because unless I'm running, I don't wear socks. Nope. That's nope. the problem in the gym. Don't wear socks. But anyway, I—I'd um, I'd weighed myself. Got myself sort of got off. Andy was on doing his thing, all well and good. And just as Andy was on the scales and getting his reading, I started to just feel awkward. Came over with a bit of a sickly feeling. And then all of a sudden, um, as we were walking out of that part of the gym to go to the change rooms, my vision started to go. And I started to get uh, a bit bit lightheaded and just felt like I was going to just collapse for no reason. Yeah. Uh, And this isn't the first time this has happened. It happened last time I went uh, with Andy at the gym. But it wasn't severe. And this time, it really knocked me for six. And Andy had to sit me down. And it was about what 10, fifteen minutes wasn't it before I was able to get back up.
0: And, Dale, tell the um, do you want to tell everybody listening what it actually was?
1: Yeah, um well actually you you got the description down right retained, didn't you? You figured out what it was because um, you you did a little bit of a um, little bit of uh, medical research, didn't you?
0: Um, yeah, yeah, I did. what what's it called?
1: I can't remember the name of it, but it was something to do with a drop in blood pressure. Yeah. Is that right?
0: Yeah. Actually, Dale, we'll, we were going to go down this route. We'll just tell the truth. So Dale actually had a heart attack. Um, yeah. <laughs> um So quite, quite. Um, yeah, he had a full-on heart attack. No, he, did, he didn't have a heart attack. He didn't have a heart attack.
1: Um, if I had a heart attack, it would be a completely different story. Um, um, but yeah.
0: Did, did, you, did you... Well... Don't go off, Doctor Andy, because this is what I googled. So obviously, I was you know panicking for my pal, my mate, my best friend. I was like, oh my god! And I was thinking, oh again, I thought Dale's gonna die. And I thought, <laughs> and all I was thinking was, I thought I'm gonna have to, I thought I'll have to take on Oliver. Obviously, you know, you got you got the you got the new one coming along as well. I thought, oh, god, I'm gonna be a dad. I thought, Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, but anyway, and I thought, I thought. How am I gonna pass Oliver off as me on? Oh, you know, he looks laughing like us, but I thought, well, we both wear glasses, that's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but you know, it was um so I think I actually we think it was well from what I Googled, it's caused by a, a drop in blood pressure, sudden drop in blood pressure, <laughs> um, and then causes you to um you were yawning
1: a lot. Um, because yeah i was i was like tired it wiped me out and, and this is the thing it's like I've, I've mentioned it before but i'm on some pretty strong um blood pressure tablets like a high dosage of uh, the two things i'm taking um daily um and i think i've taken for granted the fact that my diet is pretty clean nowadays and obviously i'm exercising regularly so it's kind of it's kind of a knife edge sort of thing where it's like I might need to go to the doctors to check if it's still safe to take this blood pressure medication because it's probably doing a little bit more than it needs to do now. Um, and obviously, it's had that effect where the other day I was just going to collapse. But you also hit on the sleep apnea idea as well, didn't you, Andy?
0: Yeah, it was when you were when we were talking about things. I was like, when you nearly died, and I was like, oh. and then you go, oh, sometimes I, sometimes when I'm asleep, um, I suddenly wake up because I stopped breathing.
1: I'm very, I'm very casual about things, aren't I? Like the time I had the Ford Kia, um that used to stall like at 60, 70 miles per hour, and I'd just quite coolly go, don't worry about this. I've just got to turn the key again and restart the car yeah, whilst I'll it was in motion. It's there and locks up. Brill. Don't <laughs> mind them smart motorways. Brill. <laughs> Excellent work. But yeah, that's that's just me kind of matter of fact. Yes, it's 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 kind of scary um, some, when it happens, but it's just one of those things where yeah, um, you're getting old. Um, and at thirty one, it's it's me and Andy were having a very serious conversation about this. And on a serious note, if you if you've turned thirty and that's your main reason for listening to this podcast, just remember that. You, you're probably starting to realise it yourself now. You're not invincible. I know in your 20s, and particularly your teens, you go through a phase of thinking that Definitely. you aren't the sort of person who would end up in hospital. You know, it's not going to happen to you. You're not going to get a broken leg. It's never happened to you before. You're not going to die. Um, but your health is something you've got to take really seriously. And I'm a, I'm a massive advocate, particularly because of the health problems in my own family, um, for... Making sure that I'm in, in the best possible shape I can be. I do let myself go from time time. Only human, um, but what I would say to everyone out there is, if you are, you know, if, I don't want to say getting on a bit because obviously we're still young, but <laughs> if you if you're over the age of thirty, just slow down a bit. Don't expect to still have the same sort of recovery that you would have had in your early life. You, oh, really yeah, you God can God get your peace, but you know <laughs> what's <up>. that?
0: <laughs> you really you need to just really settle down, get yourself a rich tea, and have a sit down.
1: <laughs> <probably> <laughs> Remember though, it's got to be unsweetened. Don't put a sweetener in there of sugar, because you could get diabetes. And die. And die, potentially. But no, in all seriousness, just um make make time to take care of yourself. Um Because you know, it's one of those things where as you do get older, it is more obvious that you're getting older. Um, and just try your best not to do stuff that well isn't safe, basically. Don't do drugs, yeah. Andy,
0: some great takeaways there. So, Dale, do your own dentistry. Um, what else? (laughs) Um,
1: don't have a heart attack,
0: don't have a heart attack, and almost um, don't go to the doctors. self-diagnose yourself we'll actually get don't even do
1: it yourself get your mate to do it on Google Um, yes today's episode is DIY healthcare so if you find that you know you can't get into your local surgery um because they're backed up with Covid cases diagnose yourself no one else cares did
0: you did you actually contact the doctors or not
1: he's the crack yes I did um and I've ended up contacting them about a completely separate issue um which is under review, I'll be at the doctor's tomorrow, um which is Wednesday if you yeah. listen to this later um but yeah it's um <clears throat> it's been a bit of a task because um you've got to do this thing on the internet now uh, I don't know if uh, everyone at home's familiar with this, but there's a thing called e consult, which is um you basically go on the internet um you go on the website for your surgery, and you do like a kind of a, you fill a form out as ridiculous as this sounds. You fill a form out. Right. Um, form with out. with your yeah, with your ailments, etc. And what, what's wrong with you? And someone gets back to you by the following day, either via email or call. It's so surreal. But yeah, um, so long story short, I I'm finally gonna have a classic doctor's appointment tomorrow.
0: Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Well, hopefully <clears throat> hopefully uh, you're alright from that. Um But Andy You know, nice and safe
1: yeah got to say
0: yeah let's um let's go now let's make more light on um so what have you got to say um yeah so as per usual day, um you know the um we've been inundated um inundated you know with um you know well wishes people want to be part of the show um so every time yeah every time that that email uh, inbox is you know busting you know it's going to bust um,
1: bust the nut,
0: yeah. Okay, wasn't gonna say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Um, so this is from um, Anon Anonymous. Um, so dear deal, and you
1: said it's from Anonymous, but I think we gave it away earlier on. Nope, uh, <laughs> nope, <laughs> no, we didn't. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so from Anonymous, Moving swiftly um, on.
0: yeah. Um, dear Dylan and Andy, <laughs> after listening to your toilet stories last week. I wanted to let you know I wanted to share. I once had severe sickness, which was coming out of both ends. Dale, explain.
1: Um, Basically, uh, the graphic context is vomit and shit at the same time.
0: Brilliant. Thanks, Dale. Um, You're welcome. As the day progressed, so did my sickness. I was non-stop, non-stop back and forth to the toilet. These trips were becoming more frequent and almost panicked. Suddenly, my stomach flipped, and I had that feeling in my mouth, where my mouth suddenly filled with saliva. I need to oh, go to the toilet. We've all been there, haven't we? It's that feeling. That, that is that's
1: full-on detail. I mean, this is this is almost like one of the books you get off Richard and Judy's Boot Club. That's that's a lot of detail there. But it's that it's that
0: feeling, you know, where your cheeks go like a hamster, and you're like, oh my god. Like, um, so, um, suddenly my stomach flipped. Yeah, so my so my mouth um filled with saliva. I rushed the bathroom, um, I couldn't get there quick enough. Vomit blew out of my mouth into my pathway to get to the bathroom. So, (sighs) anonymous is spewed onto the floor to get to the bathroom. Um. So, still needing to get to the toilet, with sick in front of me, um, trapping my route to the bathroom. I leaped over the the vomit, slide wow. through it, gliding across the floor of vomit, um, sliding into the bathroom door. So literally, they've tried to jump over the vomit. They've literally the foot's gone in the vomit and they've literally skidded across the floor. I'm presuming from the slide it's been a wooden floor, do you think,
1: Dale? I, I reckon either that or it's a very um, very rusty internal tram system.
0: Yeah, yeah, it could be, good not They're on, like, rails. Um, <laughs> so where my foot flew underneath the gap of the bathroom door, Firstly being my big toe. So the big toe has slid underneath the gap of the bathroom door.
1: Delightful. So
0: soaked in sick, I limped to the toilet, my final destination. Obviously, it was coming out the other end now. So my big toe was in agony. So not realising severity of my big toe injury, what do you think had happened, Dale?
1: Ah. Uh. I want to say she's probably been hey. sick all over the place. Or he. Yeah. Um, or he. Um, probably, be- I don't know, mate. Or let's he- let's see. What what happens? Don't leave me in suspense.
0: Um, so all those listening at all, um, so what have you got to say? Um, You're know, the part of the show I always ask the questions.
1: <laughs> what have you got to say? Lol. Um, right, okay, go um, on.
0: So um, I chipped the bone at the end of my toe um, which resulted in the chip bone floating around in the end of my big toe. This went on for four months before I oh. yeah before I booked the carriage up to go to the doctor's. Um, I was then sent for an operation on my foot, my big toe. I was on crutches for a month.
1: I've got to say, anonymous is very lucky because, unlike you, who are still waiting for that appointment to fix your teeth, they've obviously got straight in with the NHS, unless they're private healthcare, of course.
0: Um, well, I think it was it was before COVID. But I think they were in absolute agony and I think they were hobbling around. Well, um, hmm. that was this week's. What have you got to say? And deal, what lessons brought can we you by from... anonymous? Yeah, what lessons can we take away from that?
1: I think the takeaways are um, if you are um, owning your own house, don't put down slippy lino um, near the bathroom. Maybe use a rug um, and some solid flooring, maybe not quite hardwood, just to make sure that if you do find yourself in the same situation, uh, you don't also escalate yourself um, like a trapeze and Eddie Eagle through your bathroom door um, covered in sick
0: brilliant deal great takeaway that great takeaway great takeaway do you know that reminded me of a little bit so you know it, it got on the topic right of bathrooms and bathroom just shit that happens shit that happens in the bathroom shit does happen in the bathroom
1: shit does happen in the bathroom I'll
0: yeah tell you what right so this is this is at my dad's house so my dad um, lives by himself um It's very evident that he lives by himself. Um, my dad's old school, always has been. Um, so as you walk into my dad's bathroom, you're greeted by a massive old school radiator. This thing's got small, thin pipes, but they're just thin enough where you can catch your big toe on them. Have Have you done it? You know, you stub your toe.
1: It's 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 one of those things, isn't it? Where it's like, um, I, whenever I do it, I'm I'm the sort of person who it's never my fault. Um, so <laughs> I'll do it out of the blue, and I'm like, how how the fuck's that happened? And you're just like, ah, it's it's agony, honestly. Yeah, and
0: you you have that moment where you you twat your toe and you think, oh my god, and you're like, oh please don't be brought, please don't be brought in. Like,
1: Twat's oh, a great oh. adjective, mate. I love that. Twat's a fantastic adjective for the international. I'll tell you
0: what, twat means. What does it mean? Severe pain.
1: Um, it means several things, power. but if we're sticking to the context, um, it basically means it's very hard. Yes, yeah, so you, you hit your toe. Home run. It's a home run. Home run. Twat. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: but yeah. No, normally the with my dad's bathroom, it's full of obstacle courses. Um, but um, and normally you get, well, not so much anymore. You know, I've kind of hammered down on this. But as a kid, I remember getting soggy feet in that bathroom. Deal, why did I get soggy feet in the bathroom? And it wasn't...
1: Was it because he had a lot of dirty socks?
0: No, what? No. Not because he had... No, I wasn't walking through dirty socks. Um, why did I get soggy <laughs> feet when I went into the bathroom?
1: Had he wet himself? Close. So... Okay, go ahead.
0: <laughs> my dad, right, and still to this day, so... <laughs> My dad and, and it wasn't that long ago he had the poor bathroom recarpeted. So summing up so this is so this is a really so our international listeners and you know people listen, you know, here as well in the UK. What was really popular in uh, a British bathroom back in the day was in the nineteen seventies, was to get the bathroom carpeted. This included um it was called a pedestal mat around the toilet. Um which is essentially like a mini sponge to soak up piss um oh. which as a kid you'd normally get soggy feet because obviously I was pissing like a racehorse and I'd often miss the toilet um and no doubt when my dad had a little bit of a drink inside of him he'd probably pissed on that mat as well and that was just so-
1: that reminds me that reminds me of a funny story so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bore you with a panto story this week um but when I was on um, Pantour, touring Pantour, um, with a, a production company, um, we were staying at a place in Chessant, uh, which I think is near yeah. Essex. And um, <clears throat> our guy, there was, there was three of us there was me, a guy called Phil, who's um, a children's entertainer in Dubai now, fantastic guy, lovely bloke. Uh, I think the world of him. He's got a TV, um, show, and, and, got a TV that,
0: show as well. Come on.
1: He has a TV show as well. You know him, I think, yeah. Um, and and also, um, there's a the, the roadie. I can't remember the name of the guy who was driving us about. Um But anyway, there was me, Phil, and this guy sitting in the bedroom. Um, me, me and Phil, sound asleep, are walking to the sound of water. Um, just like the sound of like a waterfall, just out of the yeah. blue. Uh, Phil lifts his head up. I lift my head up. We look at each other. We look to the wall. There's our driver Pissing up against the wall In the hotel room Of a travel lodge Um Yeah So the cleaner would have enjoyed that The next day Coming in And standing in his piss What in the, the carpet. Was he Um He basically We'd had a bit of drink oh, um, no. And he obviously Just climbed out of bed And instead of going to the toilet Which was right round the corner uh, Literally Opened the duvet Climbed out of the bed Pulled his pants down Pissed up against the wall All over the carpet <laughs>
0: What did he say?
1: Um, Phil turns to him, and if, if anyone knows Phil um, or has scene of him, you can imagine this come from. He just goes, "You're right there, mate," and he kind of just went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," and fell back to sleep on the did, bed. Did Did
0: you know this guy? Did Did Phil know this guy? Because when you call somebody mate like that, it's like you don't really know them well. Like it's like Daniel, the bus driver.
1: We didn't know him. We didn't know him that well. It was, we'd worked with him for a few days by this point, but it was one of those things where it was kind of like you know we were just starting to get to know him, and uh, it was it was a little bit awkward so to say the you least. Kept in touch with <laughs> uh, Daniel, the bus driver. Um, I haven't. <laughs> I, haven't. <laughs> I'm, I have I have been on and off in touch with Phil, obviously, but that's because Phil doesn't piss up the wall of your travelodge hotel room. Um. So yeah, um, fun story. But I just well, the I'd thing is, in. you
0: know, you you know, cleaners think they've got a problem with COVID. still piss pissing off. Um, actually, deal. Just one quick takeaway from that as well. So if you do want to still get a, a pedestal mat, they're still available. Um, you know, if you go on John Lewis, sell them. Um, I was looking at the game because we dad wanted the new one. He didn't. He went. He went. Might as well chuck that in the bin. I went. Why do we need to chuck it in the bin? I this And he went. Oh, just I went, yes, probably got pissed on it as a dad, yeah. So I've ordered the a, a <laughs> one. so um, still buy them if anybody still wants to, to buy one. 1970
1: excellent work out of curiosity. Just um, just before we wrap this, uh, wrap this up, like a nice present, do we have a sponsor this week?
0: No, we don't. <laughs>
1: Oh well, that, that makes this, a change. This is the
0: this is the this is the only week. Um, we haven't got a sponsor. Um, you know, I have been working on it, but we um we sadly haven't got a sponsor this week, Dale. It's probably the only one.
1: I've I've I think I found have one. you, Dale? Come on then. Yeah. Sheds. Yes. Go on. Yeah. Okay. So if you've got um about forty fifty livestock inside your your house um. Where best to put them, if you want to take them out of the house, but not have them cruelly killed, into a shed. Get a shed. Get a shed, yeah. Want to maybe escape from the wife and kid for about 10, 15 minutes? Maybe up for an hour and pretend you're doing something in the back garden? Get a shed. Want somewhere to hide a body? Maybe under the patio? That's old school. Buy a shed. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's about <laughs> it. <mate>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
0: this week's episode is sponsored by sheds. Um, sheds.
1: sheds. Also, they've got a good deal of B and Q. Go, go get there. A
0: pretty, honestly, sheds of um, the turnip, little they all turner like um, get heaters in them and all sorts now.
1: Get man caves. It's like it's like it's literally like an extension to the family home. Um, you you can put all sorts in the shed nowadays. Some people have like um sheds with freaking pools uh, pool tables and stuff in <laughs> so yeah sheds are a thing really good <laughs> Brilliant,
0: thanks Dale. that was brilliant on uh, on show
1: you're um, welcome Dale, absolutely welcome
0: as well um so it will we promised that it would go out last week and um, we have been working on it as well so it's the youtube stuff that we're doing so obviously when we do the podcast you know we're normally kind of driving around um so we're going to do like the the Obviously, well to not that. tonight, but the, the visual footage of that is um and different little things that we're gonna start and put on the YouTube channel. Um at some point that will go up to week and I will get it working. Um so we will get that on and stuff. I've just got to get the audio across from some of the podcasts. So this podcast, um, and we might have kind of a few of the others and stuff. They're gonna have some kind of visual content to go along with them. So bear with us, we are working on that. Um the Facebook Still
1: at war with them? Yeah, still at war with Facebook. Uh, long story short, um, it's probably going to be a case of starting everything from scratch because they're not responding to my emails anymore. But that is because I have been harassing them with pictures of Bruce Forsyth to prove that I'm a real person. Um, but on a, on a more kind of serious note, if anyone out there does feel they've got the video skills to assist um, and let us know where we're going wrong with this whole shebang uh, in terms of getting it on YouTube, any advice is appreciated so do contact us by the usual means and of course if you want to contact us for any other reason um, I'd recommend getting on to Instagram because we're split wall with Facebook but somehow have an Instagram Turner 30 Grams the page to follow or you can send us an email at Turner30podcast at gmail.com Brilliant Andy.
0: thanks Dale um, you know again guys you know I think you know every every episode and stuff and it's the thing that we're not you know massively bothered about um, you know but you know I've said it before and stuff and you know, we've touched on it before as well. You know, our lead researcher, you know, really kinda of relates to, you know, a few of the episodes, you know, we've really talked
1: about Vicky Temple you know, Barrett, um, or we've Vicky talked Barrett. About,
0: We've talked about, you know, like people listening and, you know, we're a little network and you know, you're not alone and stuff. You know, the amount of people that are listening, you know, it's really good. Um and it and it's grown. You know, we're building a little um a little army here, like little armies you know it's really good so you know thanks for listening guys um again we'll be back next week um
1: well, actually no we'll not next week. week not next week we're we're back back on, back sunday. on sunday, episode episode so we're back on sunday. So obviously hopefully there's no other problems but yeah we will be back on sunday so obviously it's tuesday today. if you listen to this if if you listen to this in the future it this doesn't matter because obviously you've probably heard another 15 episodes by this point um but yeah we're back on Sunday for episode ten. The big one yeah, zero. Brilliant.
0: Um right guys um I'll I'll lead us out deal with the um with the jingle out.
1: Let's get that down. Lovely
0: thanks guys.
1: Thanks guys, take care.